right, I got it. You ready? Yo, Krubies, welcome back to another In the News. I am Josh. I'm Erica. Erica, and she's singing and she's happy. With my sparkling water. I thought that was all vodka. I thought it was all vodka. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Thursday night vodka right here. Now, tell me if this is true or not. Seth told me that if you drink a bunch of soda water, it's bad for your stomach because he said all the carbonation. Is that true? No. I mean, how much soda do people drink in a day? I don't know. Maybe he's drinking like a a 12-pack. Oh. Well... No, because this isn't even, it doesn't have sugar. It doesn't have anything. He said the carbonation in it. Carbonation? That, that it messes your stomach up. No. No. And I drink a lot of these. Maybe everything, not a 12 pack. See, everything I do, he tries to tell me is bad for me. Like I take multivitamins. He's like, you shouldn't take multivitamins. I had a friend who was taking <gasps> like fish shit oil and she got very sick. You shouldn't take those things. And then I, I know somebody else who their multivitamin, it was a, like one of the pills, the compacted yeah. pills. He's like, it didn't, it didn't digest because it was so compacted that it sat in their stomach and ate their stomach lining. And I'm like, I don't know oh a lot God. of healthy people that take multivitamins and I've never heard of any of these problems happening. But then he's like, you shouldn't drink soda water, Josh. You're drinking too much soda water. It's going to eat your intestinal lining or something. And I'm like, where do you come up with this stuff? I mean, I've never heard of that. I think if anything, so actual soda, I guess, right? The Coke might be the one that would do it. And we're all still here. So we're good. Yeah. So there you go, this Seth. my opinion. I will say, did you watch Rugrats growing up? Uh, I didn't. My sister did. I did not. Okay. Oh, well, either way, there's this episode where... Because you know how kids are. We're all gullible yeah. at some point. And there's this one episode. I forgot which kid told which kid said if you be careful when you eat watermelon that you don't swallow the seeds because if you swallow the seed it's gonna grow a watermelon in your stomach and in that episode they metaphorically went into whoever (laughs) ate the seed to try to get the the seed to you know escape with the seed so that they don't blow up it was great that kind of reminded me of of that that's something Seth would say. He'd be like, you shouldn't eat those seeds. What else yeah. did he tell me? So he That's went on a low-sodium diet, and then now he, I, he like, I was like, hey, uh, you want to eat dinner here? He's like, I'm not eating your high-sodium food. It was like, oh, okay. like He's on a low-sodium diet? I, get, I don't know. I don't know what the guy. He does oh. weird things. But yes, that's one thing he's doing. He does a low-sodium diet. <laughs> he does so then weird I'll, things. Now all of a sudden, everything I eat is just, I have to hear about how much sodium's in it. Um, what else? I can probably think of more if you want. How much time do we have? Oh, yeah, we have all night. Um... All night. Dun, dun, dun. I'll think of more as it goes. But everything, it's everything. Oh, energy. He's like, those Celsius. How many of those Celsius do you drink a day, Josh? Those are going to kill you. I'm like, I have like one every once in a while. It's fine. Calm down. Yeah, that that I can see those energy drinks. If you drink a lot of those in a day. Yeah, it's like a good. lot, right? Like a lot in a right. day. Exactly. But if you're drinking like everything once in a while, mm. you know, you're not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> He just like he's. I mean, I don't know what to do with the man. I'm trying to help him out. Everything he just, can kill you. Every year he gets older. Every year he gets grumpier. I don't know what to do with the boy. Maybe we're gonna get there too. No, I refuse. I re- like Paramore. Like Haley Williams says in Paramore, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Speaking oh, of yeah. emo music, did you listen to like the band Under Oath when you were uh, a young gal? Not that you're not a young gal now. Oh, thank you. Good recovery. By I'm the way, I'm just saying. And yes. when I was a teenager, I listened to this band under oath. Did you ever listen to them? I did not. Bummer. Heard of it. Okay. No. 
I came back from Nashville today, and on my plane from Nashville, the drummer of Under Oath, Aaron Gillespie, who as a kid was like my idol. I loved him. I thought he was the greatest drummer. I still think he's the greatest drummer. He was on my plane today. Really? Yeah, so I was sitting there and nice. waiting to get on the plane, and I see this guy over there, long red hair. Um, he's okay. very, he's very like, like if you see him, you would know who he is. Like you, I know that you don't know who he is, but like those people that know who he is, when you see him, like they know it's, him. Yeah. It's, what is that? Is that indistinguishable? Is that what, is that the word? Distinguishable. Is it indistinguishable or distinguishable? How do you? Is I don't know. I what, think, I think distinguishable because if it's what the other one you just said, it would be like the opposite. Uh huh. I think I'm using context clues and grammar. <laughs> I believe you because you're smarter than me. No, so here, I don't I'm know gonna, about that. <laughs> let me see. Share screen. This. So this is him. Let's see. Oh, what do you have? Do you have my screen or do you have my other one? Oh, he does look familiar. That's him. So like you, if you saw him somewhere, you would you would be like, oh, hey, that's Aaron from Under Oath, right? Okay. Right. Like, look yeah, at that, that would. That's a yeah. hard guy to not. To not. <laughs> To miss? Yes, to miss, right? So I, I'm like way back. This plane was full. I don't know what is going on at the airport, but everybody and their brother is flying now, and everybody and their brother has luggage now. Like before, I feel like not a lot of people were flying. Not all the planes were full, and not everybody brought carry-on luggage. Now it's like, my, I'm going to complain all night. I'm turning into Seth. I'm getting old. <laughs> Dude, we're my flight old. down there, like... Yeah, uh, the first class people ran out of luggage space, so they put all their luggage space in the Comfort Plus section, and then all the Comfort what? Plus people, which I was, put all their luggage back in the regular section. So, like, yeah. to get off, the, I was in the front of the plane, so I got upgraded. But not that I'm bragging that I got upgraded. But I did get up. I did get upgraded. And not that you're bragging. I couldn't even get off the plane because my luggage was so far back. So I had to wait for everybody mm. basically to leave. And then finally, one guy was like, "Are you waiting on your?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's like six rows back there." And he was like, "The gray." Yeah, I was like, he got it for me. Nice guy. Nice. But I'm nice. like, this is a yeah. cluster F. What is going on? This never happens. Then it happened again on the next plane. So anyway, I see him across the airport. Right, that guy. I'm like, that guy okay. looks just... So you see him in the airport? Yes. He was like up okay. against a wall and he was like playing on his phone. And I'm like, that looks just like Aaron. So I'm like, I'm going to investigate. So I get up <laughs> and I walk and I sit closer. And I'm like, that is definitely Aaron. So then I'm texting my best buddy, Tyler. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I think Aaron is going to be on my plane. And he was like, you should go talk to him. And I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy at the freaking airport, right? Like, I'm not yeah. going to be that guy. I was like, if I happen to walk by him on the plane, I will say hi to him, right? I actually yeah. met him in like 2002 or 2003 at Warped Tour, by the the way not that nice. that matters but anyway <laughs> it so matters they call diamond medallion he gets on he picks up his guitar case goes and walks onto the the plane so then they call first class and then comfort plus so then i get on and yeah i don't see the guy i'm like dang it i really want to say hi to him so i so i didn't see him i'm even like looking like probably very annoyingly looking around like wonder where he went it was like he like, just disappeared dude so hmm Flight, terrible flight, get in. And then um, anyway, I saw him later like walking through the airport, but I didn't bother him. But yeah, it was definitely him. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like I haven't thought about this guy in like 15 years, but like there he was. I wonder where he went then. Or did he like I'm, put up a hoodie and put a scarf on all of a sudden? No, he didn't. That's why I was like surprised and nobody mm -hmm. talked to him. I mean, I, I understand now like there's still a band and they tour and stuff and he does like side projects um, in other yeah. bands. But he, I don't know if maybe he lives in Nashville and he was flying out to go do because we flew into Atlanta. So he could have been going anywhere. Oh, OK. Yeah. Hmm. So. How long is the flight? 
Um, so from Atlanta or from Nashville to Atlanta was 38 minutes. And from Atlanta mm-hmm. to Columbus was an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Not too bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Not too bad. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, Wait, so there you go. There's my story. Yeah, it's a really weird thing because you go from Nashville to Atlanta to Columbus. On the way down, I went Columbus, Detroit, Nashville. What? That doesn't make sense. Know, that's what they do. They got to route you through a hub because you can't fly anywhere direct out of Ohio. So you have to you either go through Atlanta, oh. Chicago, or Detroit. Oh, yeah. interesting. So you always have to get a connecting flight. Pretty much. Unless there's a few places you can get direct flights to, but they're like few and far between. Unless you happen to be going to Atlanta or Chicago, then right. those, you can get direct flights there. But yeah. Right. Okay, well, didn't know that. See? See? So many things I've learned today. Speaking of, the Krubies, the VIP and the uh, official Krubies on Patreon, they just got 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. I think it was like 20 minutes of bonus content. We talked about the Great White North up here where you get the winters, the ice fishing, the snowmobiles. We talked about Seth and his grumpy tendencies. I think that was on the Patreon episode. Maybe it was on this. I can't remember. I think, it, I think it was on this one, actually. I think it's um, both, maybe. What else did we talk about? No, it was here. My boiler yeah. that's not like the boiler in The Shining. Correct. Fireplaces. I mean, we literally talked about weather. We covered it and all. ACs. And yep. I complained about my traveling. So I think we are ready to talk about what's going on in the news, unless you have something you want to I say. have no exciting stories this okay. week. So well, we can. I covered us. Yes, we can dive in to some news. I always have a lot of of complaining stories, I feel like. But they're funny. That's true. (laughs) Here's an interesting one. I'm not actually on Bloody Disgusting. I'm on Collider, I think. But Ooh, what is that? Uh, I don't. Okay. So what I do is I go to Google. This is for all the crewbies too that are listening. If you want to see the magic behind in the news, I literally go to Google. I type in horror movie news, and hmm. then usually the top four sites that pop up, I just open them in a new tab. So Collider was like the third one down, and the nice. article was how horror became such a reliable genre at the box office in the COVID era. Ooh. And That's it says an interesting one. it was published 13 hours ago by Lisa Lahman. Lisa Lehman? How do you think you say that? Lehman? Yeah, Lisa Lehman. You mean to pull I'll the article up or did you find it? No, I'm just going by, yet again, context clues. Ah, uh, that's what I do. <laughs> What's a context clue? Why do you always sound so much smarter than me? So in growing like during English class, they would always say that to us to learn to figure out for, you know, the SATs or all those like standardized testing yes. with vocabulary. Like if you didn't know the word, you'd use context clues. You would look at the sentence as a whole oh. and see how the word fits in and see if you can figure out what the word meant based on hmm. What's going on in the sentence? It my, did not always work. My English teacher wife would be very disappointed at me right now. She'd be like, you're, you're joking right now, right, Josh? But okay, the big picture. Horror <laughs> films have become a rare source of reliable box office success in the uncertain world of COVID cinema. Recently, horror movies have been more accessible to wider audiences with original projects and legacy sequels gaining popularity over remakes or convoluted mythologies. Horror movies resonate with viewers as a way to cope with the frightening aspects of reality and provide a controlled environment to explore these fears 
and the communal experience of watching horror films in theaters can't be replicated by streaming services. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Movie theater experience is different. And the funny thing is, like, I, during the pandemic, I had said, like, I could care less about going back to the movie theater. I'm fine Mm -hmm. with streaming. I like all the content we're getting while we're streaming. But now... I kind of have backtracked on that, and I think I enjoy going to the movies more than streaming the movies at home. Um, since I've been going more this year, I think we both have. We've been on and off in the schedule, right? That you seem to go for a bit, then I go for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Throughout this year, but I have definitely enjoyed being back in the theater. I, I love it. I don't know why I didn't enjoy, I, and honestly, I don't know that we went very much. So I think not going. You know what I think it is? It was that I couldn't go because of all the regulations and everything. I think our cinemas here even closed. And then all of a sudden, you could go. So I think it was the fact that they told me I couldn't do it because that's the kind of person I am. And then now I can, and I am enjoying it. I really do enjoy going to the movie to see the movies to see horror movies. Well, and I I always say this, right? Horror movies are usually built for theater like there's so much fun at the theater because of how loud it is and the screen and how dark for instance i went to watch a hunt but a hunting in venice yes right yes Yes. this past weekend and even though it's there's a fine line of horror there versus it being more of a mystery thriller but because it was so loud and dark and the atmosphere of the movie it was worth watching at the theater versus the other two movies that came out before this one, which was because you, you text me about this, the murder on Orient Express or the death on the Nile, whatever. Yes. I don't think those had a thriller element like this one. And the the-, the movie theater experience changes that. So and that's the thing. Even if a horror movie isn't great, I think you can still enjoy the movie theater experience because you're still anxious because if you don't know what's going to happen and it's dark in there and if there's more people in the theater with you it's like you're experiencing it together right so it's fun it's interactive versus a romance right and you can say a comedy is also interactive because you're laughing together with other people right so it's a whole different theater experience so and it's funny before covid i always loved the movies like actually going i've always loved it as a kid and I've always considered it the perfect date also. Like, mm. I love the whole dinner and a movie thing. Right. I think it's a classic. I think it's fun. COVID happened and I missed going to the movies. Like, I enjoyed streaming, but I missed it for sure. I agree. I agree. I, I, the other thing for me is I have such bad ADD that I feel like if I'm at the movies, it makes me focus on what's in front of me. Like, I don't like to get my phone out, but like we have to have a babysitter. So we will like have our phones out so we can see if somebody texts us or something. So like if my phone does go off, I'll look at my watch and see if it's whoever's watching the kids. If not, I don't look. Um, Mm -hmm. But like it makes me watch and pay attention to the movie. And I feel like I experience the movie better and I get more out of it versus when I watch it at home, because I'll be honest when I'm watching at home, um, as I'm watching it, if it's not good, there's times when I'll be like, I can just turn this off. Yeah. So like I'm right. allowing myself to check out versus if I go to a movie, I can't really do that. So I'm focusing on the movie at hand and I'm also not going to get up and leave the theater. I would have left the theater for Midsommar. I'm not going to lie. I would have left the theater for that movie, but that is like 
The only one I can think of in recent memory that would have even made me contemplate it. But like streaming is different. You can turn it off. You can watch it in multiple settings. Like I'm distracted by what's going on around me. Like I'll pause it and answer a text. Like I don't do that when I go to the theater. So I think it adds another element to it. Absolutely. I am with you on that because when I'm in the theater, I actually put do not disturb. Granted, I don't have kids, so I don't have anything like pending like or, you know, thinking, oh, if somebody needs to contact me. But I put do not disturb on my phone because I don't even want to know that people are texting me because then it goes off on my on my watch. You're going to look. Maybe that's something you apply at home. I don't know if that would help because same thing. It doesn't matter how much. I'm into the movie at home. I'll always end up looking at my phone. And if I don't like the movie, instead of turning it off, I'll just go on my laptop mm. or look at my phone. Like I watched um, one of those Shutter movies. I, we <laughs> talked about it in uh, one of the episodes, Elevator Game. I watched okay. it Monday Yeah, thinking maybe this is good. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. So... I ended up not turning it off because I'm one of those. I like to just finish the movie, even though I don't like it. Okay. Cause I just want to say I watched it, but so I watched it quote unquote, because I ended up <laughs> just being on my laptop and doing other things, but kind of looking cause you, the movie ended up being predictable and the, uh, it just ended up being a mediocre movie. So I yeah. figured, well, I watched it quote unquote. <laughs> I mean, you finished it. I did. I did. It's a shame. So that movie has a good concept. I just didn't like the that. Sorry, the acting was atrocious. Shutter. Yeah. Who was in that? No one. That's a bummer. No one. Yeah. So that's all right. I had fun with it in my own way and uh, got to do other stuff at the same time. You can multitask with some of these bad movies by doing other shit. That's true. That's true. But I yeah. agree with this article. But it says why? Here's another. Why is horror so popular these days? I don't. This is a lot to read. People, you should go read these articles. People, um, <laughs> link it below. I should. I'll have to put the link for this one in there. But I think that the that horror movies are going to continue to be juggernauts at the box office um, for mm-hmm. the foreseeable future. It'd be interesting to see. At the end of the year, you take all the horror movies that were released this year and see how in the in the theater, of course, and see how much they made total. All of them between all of them. That would be interesting. It would be, and yeah. I'm still wanting to do this 2022 versus 2023 because Mark and I actually got in a very similar debate that you and I had gotten into. Um, yes. What, did you see? Was it in the group? It was in the group. Okay. Yeah. Because I was, I, he had said also this is a terrible year for horror, and I was like, Eric and I both said the exact same thing. And then once once we yep. started talking about it, and expanding upon it, I think, and I'm again, I'm prone to do this. I know I'm bad about uh, putting things on a pedestal and things not living up to it. But I w- will argue that by the end of the year, mm-hmm. I think that there will the movies, the horror movies in 2023 will outweigh the movies from 2022 as a I whole. I think it's a, I think that would be a great episode. At the end of the year, once the like I said, uh, all the heavy hitters come out in October and see, like you said, go back or make all your ratings and see if they compare which one came out on top. And then I think doing a budget would be fun to see what everything made this year. You can compare it to last year too. see what both years made in budget. 
yeah, it would be interesting to see if more people went to the theater this year versus last year and if, if horror made yeah. more or less. The, 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 the thing I think we would run into with that, though, is I don't know that there was a Barbie last year. That just gob- oh, yeah, that just no. gobbled up box office, but I think that horror, yeah. for the most part, the only one that was dumb enough to come out during that time period was Cobweb, right? I think so. I think so. Cause yeah, it was Barbie, Oppenheimer. I th- they're the only two that came out that weekend, and maybe Cobweb. Hold on, I'm pretty sure I'll Cobweb came out right in the middle because we were like, "What are they doing?" Because Insidious yeah. came out before. And Boogeyman came see. out before because I think the summer we didn't really have a big horror movie release, did we? Because of, I'm almost positive because of those two movies. Well, we had Boogeyman was summer. That was June. Was it before Insidious. Barbie? Yeah, these were before Barbie. Then you had Insidious, which I um, think was also before Barbie. Let me see. Barbie was July, right? Yes, I think so. I believe I'm trying to see. Here we go. September. Let's go to June. All right. June. We had. Oh, the blackening, which you saw part of it, right? I watched it on the plane. Um, Hang on. Sorry. I have stupid windows open. I watched it on the plane. Yes, I actually did finish. it. I liked it. That one actually looked like it was. Okay. So Boogeyman came out June 2nd. Where did I think Insidious was July? Let's see. Insidious was early July and Barbie. Yes. Cobweb came out the same yeah. weekend as Barbie. So I think yeah. Cobweb was the and, only one dumb enough to come out that same. And then it had a limited release on top of it. So like. Right. Right. And then Talk to Me in the Haunted Mansion came out on the same weekend and Talk to Me did better. Gotcha. Okay. Than that. It'll okay, definitely be interesting. It, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to the box compare the box office totals and then the um the, just the movies and and where the rankings come in. But yeah, I I think yeah. that this year's shaping. I think again we have to get through the Halloween season, but I think it's going to be yeah, good. Cause... But that's a good segue because I also found another list here. Every horror Ooh. movie releasing in October of 2023. Ooh, where is this list? Uh, this is on. Movieweb.com. Movieweb.com. Let's see. So when I typed uh, horror movie news into Google, it is the the first one under top stories. All right. Let's see. News. Oh, this one's going to be terrible, dude. This is going to be another terrible list, dude. I can tell you right now. Oh, no. Is it? Maybe. Maybe it'll be great. Yeah, right. (laughs) We haven't had much luck with this. This is a different site. This isn't bloody disgust. So the first That's one true. is Appendage coming out October 2nd. Have you have you heard of this? No. Have you? No. Appendage. The tagline is Embrace Your Inner Demons. Ooh. Okay. It's going to be released. Where, as this, what site did you say it was? Uh, movieweb.com. I can actually hear it. Oh, I'm there so stupid. I could put the link in the chat if you want it. Or just find it. Oh, that would be even better <laughs> did you already find it uh I, i'm on the site uh was it at the top i i had the link from google here i just sent you the link oh, okay that's cool perfect all there right let's look at this thing so this is on a part of huluween so hulu's halloween that they do every year so this is going to be oh, a re- boy. 
Yeah, it's going to be released as part of Halloween 2023. Okay. Um, I don't know any of the actors that are in this. You have Hadley Robinson, Emily Hampshire. No idea. Me either. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hannah's a young fashion designer who appears normal on the surface, but her anxieties and self-doubt at work spur a host to take control of her body as she feels a sense of inferiority among her peers at work. Uh, I'm going to go thumbs down for this. I think it's going to be bad. Hulu doesn't usually do yeah. me well. No, there are another one like Shudder that's uh, a little disappointing, I would say. Oh, this is going to be even better. You're like, totally killer, October 6th. Yeah. Sci-fi, Sci-fi horror. horror. That might be up your alley. It might be up my alley. I like this girl. This is Sabrina. I can't say her name, but her. Oh, that is her. We've talked about this, haven't we? I think so, because I think I said this last time. It's like, oh, it's Sabrina. from. That's I mean, true. it's the girl from Sabrina. That's true. So, so. Okay, so the first one's going to be on Hulu. The second one's going to be streaming. Uh, that's Totally Killer, October 6th on Prime. Okay. So, so these are both... Um, streaming releases i'm gonna go thumbs up for this one because i really like the actress from sabrina and i hope she does great i hope she does good too and i'm in for some sci-fi horror well listen to this though because it almost sounds like a revenge horror movie okay the story centers around jamie a 17 year old girl who after being stabbed by a serial killer one night finds herself traveling back in time to 1987 that's a great year by the way when infamous sweet 16 killer left the blood trail after killing several women and vanished forever Jamie determined to stop the killer at any cost begins by getting close to the victims. But what happens when they don't believe her? I think this is going to be good. I'm going to go thumbs up. I'll thumbs up it. You're thumbs up. I'm thumbs up in it. Here we go. The exorcist believer, October 6th in theaters. I'm going to see it in theaters. I am still Erica pushing that this is going to be a good movie. I know you are on the other side of this. We're on opposing sides. We're in the ring, four corners. We got our boxing gloves on. I am on team exorcist. You are not. Correct. I'm still a thumbs down. <laughs> What's your beef with this movie? I don't think we need this. That doesn't mean it can't be good. That's true. I don't know. The, the trailer just, of course, it shows everything. Does right? it though? Does it? I mean, no, I guess not. Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not excited. And, you know, it's, it's, these possession movies are hard to do. I feel like it's just going to let me down and I'm going to get really pissed. I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that we come out of this, what is it, the boxing ring? You knock me, you KO me. Yes. Right. And I'm like, damn. I don't want to KO you, but I mean, I might want to knock you off your feet a little bit, right? That's, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. I don't want you to have long-term like CTE head trauma, right? Like I don't want you to thank have you. that. Thank you, yes. Please don't do that. That'd be that scary. Would be bad. You'll just be brushing your be. teeth one night and end up out in the street, right? Like we don't want that to happen yeah. to you. But that is true. That is true. Honestly, you're taking the better approach to this movie than I am because I am doing the normal Josh thing. I'm going all in on this movie. Yeah. And I have a lot more to lose than you do because I have put it up here, right? So if right. it's even like down here i'm still gonna be disappointed whereas you started like way down here so even if it's like here you like while it's not where i had it like you're here it's still gonna be a win for you exactly that's why honestly this year i've come 
into most of these movies kind of low, except The Nun. The Nun 2, I actually had it a little higher. Mm. And then I was like, damn. But this one and a lot of them, I'm just like, eh. Scream I did not have on a low pedestal, though. That one I had hopes for. And uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead Rise I did have on a, not high, but like, okay, it's going to be a good one. And did it? So we'll see. So, but those two lived up to your expectations. Yeah, they did. But everything else, I've kind of been hanging out in the mid to low expectations. Okay. On purpose too. It's also to protect my madness of leaving the okay. theater. Like, why? I was so excited, and now it's terrible to me. That's fair. That's terrible. fair. But I will say, yeah. I do think, and take this with a grain of salt. I do think you should see the Nun two again. In a uh, I might. updated theater because I just went. Like, I thought that Jessica told me she really enjoyed. It. I gave it a three and a half on Letterbox. Jess gave it a four. Mm. So we both really liked it. But we are, and I think I don't know if you are not. Correct if I'm wrong. But we, Jess and I, are big Conjuring universe people. Yeah, me too. So that's why I'm like, why don't I like this? It's weird. So. I wonder if it was your theater yeah. experience. It might have been because I'm telling you, I it was so dark. That um, and I, from what you were saying, I missed a lot of things that were happening in the background because the movie theater or the film mm-hmm. was dark itself. That even in scenes with light, I had to kind of do a old lady, huh? I can't see <laughs> what's going on here. Yeah, so I would give that one another shot for sure at home at this point because. Movies are expensive down here. I don't know about you guys, but they're not that rough. bad. We've compared prices for some reason. Yeah, we have. Ours are not as expensive as yours. Maybe you have better theaters. I don't know. Maybe not. Apparently, I clear. Well, that one was free at least. So to give it the benefit, remember that was the free screening. So mm. maybe that's why it was like that's messed up. If that's the case, though. Free yeah, screening. They, well, shitty. they didn't do it. Well, maybe the theater didn't want people that were there to go home and say nice things about the movie, so they did you guys dirty. But I, I'm just sure saying, did. I gave it a three yeah. and a half. Jess gave it a four. Maybe try it out yeah. or don't. It doesn't matter to me. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, <laughs> October sixth. I think this is also this is on this is actually on Paramount Plus. So we've had yeah. a Hulu, we've had a Prime, we've had a mm-hmm. excuse me theater release theater. Now yep. we've got a Paramount Plus. This just shows you the power of streaming, right? Like of what yep. streaming is doing. Yeah. I wonder how they determine what's going to be released on streaming and what's going to get released in the theater. My guess is, and I have no idea if this is accurate, but my guess is they probably look at what else is coming out and it's probably done mm. based on a, a um, production company standpoint. It's so like, what yeah. else does Paramount have coming out? Because Paramount's owned mm. by somebody, I think, and I could be wrong, or maybe I know they own MTV, but I think Paramount might be owned by somebody mm. else. But nonetheless, they probably look, I'm guessing, at what they have already coming out in theaters, what else is coming out in theaters, mm. and then determine are we going to make money? Are we going to lose money? Are we going to do better? Uh, like through ad revenue on the streaming services or, or how they, I, I would envision mm. that's how they do it. They probably have some sort of corporate. Um, algorithm they run to figure out, okay, our best solution would be to dump it on streaming. Because, for example, I know you and I liked Sick a lot. That would have been so much fun to watch in the theater versus at home. 
I agree. I wonder, though, how many people yeah. would have went to see it, though. Yeah, I mean, well, it didn't have much. And that's the thing, too, because it's, since it was streaming, it didn't have as much marketing as maybe a theatrical release. I mean, you can mm. play up that, uh, you know, the whole thing with Scream behind it to maybe market it. But I don't know. I just I always forget that that even came out this year. Mm. Yeah, because I don't know. It was just like low key and it's low key. Amazing. But. I don't know. I just feel sad for that movie because I think it could have done better. Kind of like Cobweb. It just went. That one's even worse because it just went completely. That still blows blows my mind how that happened. Well, you and I were talking. I sent you a link to it a while, a few days or a week last week or something. But like, and I forget the exact numbers. But wasn't it? Doesn't a movie have to make two thirds of its of its budget? to break even That's insane yes we it, talked about this for like a whole day <laughs> and marketing isn't included in the budget so i also wonder if they have to Apparently factor not. that in so for them to put this movie let's just use pet cemetery as an example for them to put this yeah. out in theaters they would have to market it which means yeah. they'd be adding even more money so i wonder if that is also how they factor it in because they're gonna say okay our budget was 10 million dollars we're gonna have to spend another yeah. five to six million on marketing or we can put it on Paramount Plus, and then maybe they could make $5 million on ad revenue. I doubt they'd make that That's much, true. but possibly, right? Possibly, To yeah. make up their... Or you get new subscribers. I yeah, don't I don't know. So I don't... That's a good question. Yeah. I, I'm sure some executive somewhere's listening and is going to text me or us and That's right. email us and tell us, hey, this is what's going on. But Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, October 6th on Paramount Plus. Um... You know what? I think I'm going to go a thumbs up on this. I th- I really liked Pet Cemetery from 2019. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. Did you like that one? I did not like that one. I like the original. Okay. I see. I'm not a huge fan of the original. I really like the, the remake. This is going to be a prequel to the 2009 ver- uh, movie. Mm-hmm. So yep. I don't, I'm excited for it. It could be a total piece of garbage. Like I've been led to believe that the new Children of the Corn movie is. So this could be the yeah. exact same issue and it's going to suck hard. But I am um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it. You thumbs let up. me know. You're not going to watch it. Okay, that's fair. I'm a thumbs down. Ugh. I feel like I'm the negative one on these today. <laughs> Maybe. That's okay. It's all right. Maybe not that's for okay. this one. Let's see. Dark Harvest comes out October the 13th. Is that a Friday? Do we have a Friday the 13th? In- we do. We do. We do. We have a Friday the 13th this year, which is in October. I mean, this October. This yep. October. So here you go. This is it's a... Exciting. Let's see. Dark Harvest is an upcoming fantasy horror film based on the 2006 Ooh. novel by the same name by Norman Patridge. The film, directed by David Slade, who previously worked on 30 Days of Night and Hard Candy, it is scheduled to be released mm. on... What? It's scheduled to be released in Alamo Drafthouse Cinemas on October 11th before being available digitally on October 13th. Uh, okay. Listen to this, dude. The plot is about a yeah. monster known as October Boy who terrorizes the residents of a Midwestern town every Halloween by right... right rising jesus from the cornfields with a butcher knife and slaughtering anyone brave enough to stand in his path the film stars casey likes emory crutchfield dustin whatever and alejandro <laughs> acara dude i am middle of the road for this dustin f- whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was great sorry 
I'm middle of the road. I feel like this could be a fun, um, slapsticky slasher movie, and I'm here for it. It really is giving me vibes of. Did you watch the movie on Netflix? There's someone in your house. There's someone in my house. I haven't watched that. It's on my. It's actually on my watch list. Abby and I, I have not seen it. Really enjoyed that movie. We thought it was really good. Um, so I don't know. This kind of has that vibe for me. It also looks a little goosebumpy, right, from this picture. So I'm gonna go a little bit. I'm going thumbs I'm up middle. again. I'll be in the middle. Okay, all I'll right. I'll be in the middle. What's well, better than your two negative thumbs down to than- over there? Jeez, <laughs> for real. All right, no no surprise here. Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. October 27th. I'm a thumbs up for this. I think this has a lot of potential to be good. I'm excited for this. I have a thumbs up for this as well. I'm surprised they didn't put Saw in here. Um, yeah, I wonder why it's not on here. I mean, that that and Five Nights are the two big ones coming up. Is Saw coming out in September? Hmm. Oh, is that why? Oh, oops. Is Maybe it? that's what it is. Is it? Hold on. Yes, it is. <laughs> September 29th. There My bad. Go. Okay, never mind. But that's why? It. Those that's are... more of an October movie. Those are the whole... Well, they're probably going to want it to to get uh, revenue throughout the entire month, I bet. Month? Mm. And yeah. I did see, read, hear, whichever. That trap in on the poster is going to be in the movie. The, with the eye, eyes? The eyes? Yeah. Really? So, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. So we'll get to find out what that is. Well, and I just kept scrolling down here and the next article, which I am happy to talk about because I love this franchise. Halloween's next life could be on television. I think maybe you and I have talked about this before. What is oh, yeah, your thought about Halloween going to TV versus having another set of movies? I'd be down with that if... If we get kind of like a Rob Zombie thing going, we get a big focus on Michael Myers in the past growing up. Yeah. Like we get more of a backstory. You can mix it, right? You can go back and forth in time, like, That's you true. know, flashbacks, whichever, because I think that makes the character more interesting. I've never watched the Scream show. I know you did, right? I did the first First two seasons were okay. The third one's awful, but I'm pretty sure the first two were okay. Yeah. It does. It's I mean, different though. It doesn't follow like the Billy Loomis, Nev Campbell, uh, Sidney Prescott story. It's completely, it's a completely different town, different people, different story, everything. They just use the name. It. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how Chucky is because it looks like it's trying to ride on maybe the success of Chucky, which is successful from what i can tell i mean hell it had the haunted house at horror nights and it was advertising the show but i think if you do a halloween you'd have to get some kind of backstory in there to keep it interesting if not it's just a very long halloween movie right i I agree (laughs) with you i think honestly i think if they did it right it could be really good and i think you have to play the long game with it like i think the first season should just be about loomis like we know nothing about Doctor Loomis prior to him being Michael's doctor, right? Like we don't know. We know the guy's a nutcase, sure. but we don't know why and like what. Yeah. Like I think it, I think it'd be interesting if the whole first season in its entirety is just about Loomis, and you don't even get an introduction to Michael until like the last episode of season one. 
And then season two transitions into Loomis, Michael's relationship with him as a kid. And yeah, then you can do that. Yeah. I don't know why it's turned into Stu Mocker. And that, it takes, besides, it takes a man to do something like that. That's anyway. true. Yeah. But anyway, you could do the second season. You could, I don't know how many seasons you could do of, you know, as Michael grows up and etc. And then you could even do the last season or the last two seasons as Michael as an adult, the adult. and yeah. that whole thing. Right. So I wouldn't mind seeing it. However, I think you would have to play the long game. Um, I don't think you would be able to just do the Laurie Strode. You know what I mean? Like the I, Laurie Strode, uh, Storyline. Story. Yeah. It's not a story. Do something different. Yeah. I would be okay with changing it entirely and yeah. like taking the Lori Strode aspect of out of it completely or even doing like a Haddonfield, make it about Haddonfield. Because we saw what they did with these last. I know a lot of people were in the last trilogy that just came out, Danny McBride's version. But I liked how in the last movie, Halloween Ends, you saw that like it was this plague over Haddonfield. It wasn't just my, yes, it yeah. was Michael, but like it was just this, this, thing that hovered over the town and made it was almost like the town was its own character in that Mm -hmm. franchise in that series and i like that and i would like to see them expand upon that like maybe you start with michael and that whole thing happens but you see how the town progresses and what leads to michael getting out and maybe you don't even do the laurie strode storyline maybe you do a prequel up until michael gets out and then hey you already have movies for that I'd be down with that. Or even if you do get to the point where he gets out and now you want to do what potentially is Laurie Strode's timeline, but just take it and make it new. I think it'd be fun to watch somebody do something new with his character and the and Loomis and the town instead of yeah. just following all the other movies or copying something from all the movies. Just try to do something completely fresh, new characters, new everything. I agree. So, so, I, so I I think we both agree that we would be into a Halloween series, but it's mm-hmm. got to be different from the movies we've already gotten. I, But yeah. we've also given them a bunch of ideas, so they should listen to us and probably pay us for it. That That's true. Did, did the Friday the 13th show ever come out? No, it hasn't. Um, uh, I know oh, it's okay. in the works. I forget what studio has that. But they had to I, use, they had to change something. Like, cause at first they uh, weren't going to be allowed to use Jason's name or his likability. And then mm. they were, and now I don't know what they're doing with it, but I think it's going to be a okay. huge clusterfuck, but I forget who has it. Does Kevin Williamson have it? I don't know. I know. Cause I thought it was supposed to be released last year actually. And then it just disappeared. It was called uh, camp crystal Lake. Right. Yes, yeah, so I, I think, think they're also the not allowed to use, or they weren't allowed to use the Friday the Thirteenth name either. That's why it was called Camp oh. Crystal Lake. Wow. Okay, that's a lot of. Well, whoever owns the rights to Friday the Thirteenth isn't giving it up. That's why we haven't had a Friday wow. the Thirteenth movie since two thousand nine. Funny enough, LeBron mm-hmm. James actually once was trying to buy the rights to it because he wanted to his production company to make a movie, um, but he couldn't oh, even wow. get them. So, damn, they're really holding on to. It's like on a. Super, what is it? Vault. So in the vault, this Friday the 13th. Yeah. Rights. Let's see. That's it. crazy. Okay. Well, that explains that then. Is there going to be a Friday the 13th series? So Peacock has it. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. 
It'll be released in 2024. Peacock has announced that his adaptation of Crystal Lake will be released 2024 and will be a prequel series to the iconic slasher movie Friday the 13th, released in 1980. See, I think they're doing that because they can't use Jason. Mm, So they probably had to work a lot of stuff out and figure it out. So I'm guessing, Hmm. I thought Kevin Williamson had it because he's been doing so much Peacock stuff and... Uh, That's true. I don't think he does have it. I'm excited for that, though. I think it could be really good, again, if they do it right. Yeah. Yeah, if they do it right. And that would be interesting, right? Because you'd also have to... What are you going to do? There's so many... Friday the 13th, kind of like Halloween. Like, What can you change about a slasher at a camp? Did you watch... um, it was American Horror Story, but it was the camp one. Did you watch uh, that series? 1984, I think. Yes. I never finished it. Oh, did you not like it? I just, I actually was okay with it. And then, like everything, I just got distracted, I think, mm. by something else and just completely forgot to come back. I really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I liked all the a- aspects that they added to it and how they changed it up. It was it was basically yeah. a Friday the 13th knockoff. Um, yeah, that's but what it I, seemed like. I like the elements that they added to it because they made it kind of supernatural toward the end of it. It, it mm. went a little off the rails, but yeah. I, I feel like American Horror Story, that's their downfall is they don't know how to end a, a series. Like They don't know how to end the season. They're like, yeah. they're like Stephen King. They write this great book and you get to the yeah. end and they completely shit the bed with the ending. And that's what I feel like American Horror Story is notorious for doing. Um, yeah. But that series was really good. So, but this being a prequel to the 1980 movie, I'm wondering if it's just going to be about like the counselors at the camp and stuff that goes on mm. at the camp versus this supernatural Jason Voorhees being. And maybe you get some background on the mom. Maybe? Mrs. Voorhees, yes. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if they're even allowed to use her name. The name? But that's, I mean, that's such a, I mean, that's Friday the 13th. I don't know. That just seems so weird if you can't that is That's weird that of... they can't use the name jason voorhees or pamela yeah. voorhees like why would they not be allowed to but i guess i don't know i guess it's c- that much copyright issues with that it's crazy I'm i didn't even think it. about that i bet that comes out People next summer that. that'd be a smart move because it's summer camp and it has that summer vibe Summer vibe. All right, this one's. I'm teeing this one up for you because I have no idea, but I know you're into it. Um, I'm on JoeBlow.com now, by the way, just so you know. Yeah, um, I go on there too. Okay, <laughs> I have never even heard of it, but so Hell House LLC Origins, the Carmichael Manor trailer unveil unveiled ahead of film's yes! October premiere. How excited for this are you? You missed it because you were reading, but when you go edit this. I was like cheering over here. <laughs> I reposted it on Instagram. I am so excited because I love my Hell House. Um, I I don't remember part two and three very much. I know they scared me and I still scream a lot, but I always want more in these found footage. So I'm very excited about this. I'm a little worried that it's on Shutter mm. or it's from Shutter. Yeah, but I'm watching it. You bet. That night, I'm watching this movie. Will it be found footage? It is found footage, right? Yeah. Yeah. This one, I watched a little bit of the trailer, and then I turned it off when I realized they were going to start showing scary scenes. Yeah. This movie is is found footage slash mockumentary, 
Like they make it seem like it's a documentary at the same time. And they found the footage of the people. So they kind of mix both together. Um, So I only watched a little bit of the trailer. They've definitely gotten money because it looks a little bit more not high end, but higher budget. Yeah, I want to say. Okay. And uh, but I turned it off. I just don't want to know anything. I want to go into it. You know, the usual. I don't want to I don't want to know. I don't want the trailer to give me any scenes. They already showed some creepy clowns and I'm in. I'm so excited. I can tell. Like I saw this. I was like, oh, I got to make sure I bring this up. Because if it were me, I would yeah. glance right over it. And I, I would like to watch it. I pitched to the Horror Movie Crew podcast that we yeah. do Hell House movies at this year's cabin trip. And they got it, we were going to do them. And when Seth found out they were found footage, he shot it down immediately. I know. Oh, so sad. And I feel like these are good. Those movies are good cabin movies because especially if you're out in the middle of nowhere, it adds just that extra creepy factor and you guys are going when in november it's a great question yeah sometime in november we'll be there yeah yeah so it's probably colder and it's just like you can hide under a blanket oh well that's okay that's that's the goal hopefully it'll be nice and chilly the one year went in the summer and it was so hot Mm -hmm. last year it wasn't bad but we'll see that this year should be okay here's a question for you so mm-hmm. I know they do this with a lot of movies. They'll make a novelization of it. So if there's a movie that comes out, they'll write a book for that movie, basically. I yeah. remember when I was in school, we would go to the book club. Yeah. This was happened a lot. Like if there was a popular movie out at the time, there would always be the book for the movie. Yeah. Which I always found weird because it's to me, it's different if like, J.K. Rawlings wrote all these Harry Potter books and they made a movie out of them. George R.R. Martin wrote all these Game of Thrones books and they made a series out of it. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, Twilight, like all these right. movies made from books. It seems It's always seemed weird to me when they take a movie and then they make a book out of the movie. Have you ever gotten into these? I... I think it's weird also because I just saw the movie and you're literally just reading the movie. So that happened to me recently. I read The Omen, which is a movie yeah. as well. Okay. And as I'm reading it, I'm like, wow, this uh, e- the movie really got this <laughs> down. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I do research. No, it's a novelization of the movie. Uh, I was so disappointed because I thought it was a book first. Yeah. I I mean, I finished the book anyway, but it was disappointing to me because I'm just like, okay, I'm just reading the movie. That's why it seems so good. Yeah. But it didn't add anything extra. So if it added something extra to the experience, but it doesn't because it's literally just the movie Mm. novelized. Like I never got into that. Um, They also did that. I mean, it's different, but they did that with video games for a long time. Really? Funny enough. Yeah. I'll never forget. Did you guys have Borders, the bookstore? Uh, yeah, I think we did. So we had one. It was at our local mall, and it was the spot, right? This this new mall at the time, it had the movie theater. And when you went to the movies with your friends, you would end up in Borders for some reason. Like, that was the thing to do. Yeah. And we were all video game geeks, right? So we would always go to that section because I had friends that liked reading like Resident Evil novelizations. I'm like, why would you read this? We, you played the game. I don't, what? I mean, that I can kind of see because it could probably add some kind of backstory right. versus a movie. But 
I've never been into that. I've never read a video game novelization or besides the omen, because I didn't know I've never read a a movie novelization. I don't see the point. It's weird to me, right? Like, cause if it's the book, if you've read the book, you want to watch the movie to see if they got it right or if they changed something um, or if they did it differently or maybe they changed the ending or something. Right. I feel like if they're just, making a book about the movie it's exactly what you've seen on the screen and there's it's not it's not like when you read the book and then watch the movie it's it's just i i agree with you i think it's kind of pointless um yeah apparently they're redoing they're reprinting the halloween novel novelization from uh for the first time nice. in over 40 years so if people are into that wow i'm i might get okay. it just to have it i'm not going to read it if That'd i get cool. it but yeah. maybe the art like the Book covers will be cool. That might Maybe. be cool. I could stick it back here with all my Michael masks. I don't know, but I'm just, I, I don't know. That just seems weird to me. I always thought that was weird when I go to the book fair and they had, yeah. they had all of these books of these movies. And I'm like, what's in like in the, the center section of it is always like pictures from the movie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. I it's, just, I don't, I don't get it in school. Did you guys have a uh, scholastic, catalogs yes when you were in elementary school yes. i loved getting those <laughs> loved it because i would just love looking through them and be like oh which book am i gonna ask my mom to buy during that time where you right. can order it right and it was just like because i had a budget you know i was given like okay this is your budget you can only get a certain amount of books and it was just always exciting to actually physically look at it was like that small catalog it's not even that many pages but it was yeah. so much fun and when you had a book fair in your school library that was always fun too those were my favorite because you got to bring money to school and you go down with your friends and you'd have like 10 bucks you get like two books and then you'd have like not enough to buy another book so you'd buy like a pencil or like a stupid set of erasers like eraser it was was always fun (laughs) i agree i agree uh so much fun did the do they still do that um, I think they still do the book fair. I know that they send home um like the scholastic book. It's the same thing. It's all grainy and looks like shit. And you like yeah. look at the yeah, they still do that. Um <gasps> That's so fun. My kids are so That's spoiled great. though, dude. They have so many books. Like they probably yeah. have all the books that are in their library at school because they just like if they <clears throat> want a book, we just get it. Like because we're like I feel yeah. like that it's not like a video game where if like, hey, I want to get the new Mario game. I'm like, you don't need it. Whereas they're like, yeah. can I get this book? Like, I know they're going to mm-hmm. read it. Like, especially Lucy. Lucy really likes chapter books. She's got like all of the, um, I, it has something to do with horses. I forget what the, what the name of it is, but like she has all of them and she's read all of them. Yeah. So it's like, nice. I, I don't feel as bad spending money on that versus like, Hey, can I get this new video game or whatever? But yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's just where it's I'm like, at. Oh. I'm glad it, they still exist because that was so much fun back then. I loved it. And I had friends that hated too. books too. They would go down and they get like magazines and like they wouldn't even get like the any of the books. I'm like, man, you guys, it was what a waste of money. Missing out, I'm man. I'm telling you, dude. Missing out. So okay. here's, here's I'm going to segue here. Did you watch Troll on Netflix? I did not. Did you? That's, I, I I'm did. not a creature feature. Oh, you did. I did. I really enjoyed it. It's um, oh. so there's I actually think I might have actually done a video on it. I'll have to go back and look. Um, it was it like came out of nowhere. It drops on Netflix out of nowhere. It's this like, yep, it's based. I think it's a Swedish movie. Mm-hmm. I might be. I, is it? OK, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, it oh, Norwegian. 
Norwegian. Norwegian. That's what it is. Because I'm looking at it here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a Norwegian movie. It's basically like a Norwegian King Kong. I'm, I love King Kong mm-hmm. movies, just for the record. Uh, the newer oh, okay. ones. I don't get into the old ones. I like the newer ones, yeah. like Kong, Skull Island, um, those. But yeah. that's what it reminded me of. It was like a Norwegian King Kong movie. It had a really good storyline. There were overdubs nice. in it, though, so it was kind of weird at certain times because their mouth didn't match what was being said. But then other times it did, so it was like it was really weird the way the movie was done. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's apparently a Troll 2. Netflix has ordered a Troll 2, the sequel to Roar... Uthwag. I'm assuming that's how you say that. If not, I screwed it up. Uh, yeah. Creature feature. So <laughs> apparently we're getting a troll too. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it on Bloody Disgusting. I'll have to check it out. I I think when it came out, a lot of people liked that movie. I just forgot. And because creature features are not my thing, it just kind of, eh, yeah. whatever. Well, it's, it but if rem- it's a fun one. It reminded me of... Um, like I said, a King Kong movie, but it also reminded me of when Fear Street just dropped on Netflix mm. and they didn't tell anybody it was coming. So it was good. Like, hey, yeah. here it is. Like, I feel like that is why that got so much push because people, mm. and they did, of course, Netflix is very smart. Like, they are able to manipulate what you see. And, like, when you go on there and that's the first thing you see, and it, the quality of the movie is really good. So, like, you, you're like, what, okay. is, what is this nonsense? So, naturally, you click on yeah. it and, and it was it was good. So, I don't know. Nice, nice. Yeah, they are very strategic in in everything. Like I said, they give you that five second window where you barely have time to pick up your remote, yes. and then the next episode starts. Smart. They know. I bet you that's research, scientific research. Oh, for sure. Data collection of when people press next or whatever. It's great. They know what they're doing. Other services give you a longer amount of time, but Netflix is like hell no, five seconds. That is true. I think Hulu's like 30 seconds and Max is even more than that, I think. Maybe theirs might be shorter. But yeah, I agree with you. Netflix has it down, dude. They know what they're they doing. They do. They do. They created they the are. binge. Mm-hmm. They, they invented the binge, they binge mode. This is interesting. So Shining Veil Season 2 trailer release. Courtney Cox's horror comedy series returns next month. Did you watch this? Mm-mm. Oh, nobody did. You know why you don't know about it? Because it was on stars and that's where movies and shows go to die. Yeah. Sorry. That'll that'll explain that situation. Hmm. Yeah. Um, here's one. This might be up your alley. You love, you love the found footage. Are you ready for this? Is it VHS? No, it's paranormal activity stage play in early developments. Would you go watch a paranormal activity stage play? I don't think so. How would they do that? I don't know. Because, I mean, barely anything, and I'm fine with it. That's I love paranormal activity. It scared the shit out of me. I couldn't sleep for a week kind of thing. Yeah. But how do you translate that? I guess maybe noises. I don't know. I. It kind of intrigues me at the same time, because what would you do? I think you would have to have things on pulleys and strings and cables. Yeah. I think you can move things around. Um, And definitely a lot of uh, sound effects. Sound effects. They could probably play with like the lighting, probably. I'm actually, at first, I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever thought or heard of. And now I'm sitting here thinking, like, I might actually would probably go see this. I think I might be. 
Because I think if you had things set up on pulleys and strings, and you could have the actors in like harnesses, and they could be you know shot up in the air. That's true. That's true. You wouldn't see them because there's that whole scene where Katie is standing watching Mika sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can easily do that, and you know she. You can have the actor swaying if you said the harness when she gets pulled. I guess it could work. Hmm. They have changed my scary. mind on that. I would go. I think I would do that. I would go see it if it was hmm. here at the local. Uh, Especially to see theater, what they come up with. So, might be onto something there. Might be onto something. Maybe. maybe have not. you heard of this movie? It lives inside. It comes out this Friday. You know what? Um, Barely heard about this. It lives inside. Is there somebody that I should know that's in that? I know I've heard of it. And it's it's getting a limited... It's a limited release for this weekend. What else is coming out this weekend? Uh, Saw, right? No, that's next weekend. No, that's next weekend. Expendables 4. Oh, I mean, they're going to try to go toe-to-toe with Sylvester Stallone? Yep. Well, and it. it lives inside is limited release, so that's kind of like cobweb. It's going to go under, but yeah, me, I, this it, one is a... What's it say? I think it's a possession movie. Yeah, an Indian American teenager struggling with her cultural identity has a feeling has a falling out with her former best friend, and in the process, unwittingly releases a demonic mm. entity that grows stronger by feeding on her f- loneliness. I'm gonna I'd be, be honest. This. You would be into this. Yeah, I, I don't was, know if I watch it in theater, but I was just it. getting ready to say I think I would be out on this. Yeah. This doesn't sound like my kind of movie. But at the same time, why would I be into this? If I'm skeptical about The Exorcist because it's possession, this is also possession. So it was talk to me, sort of. Or very much so. Yeah, talk. I think it was. Evil Dead yeah. is very possession-y. Yeah. But Evil Dead was really good. Was a little in possession-y, I think, maybe. Which one? Insidious, you could say, is the same kind of? You could say. Yeah. You could argue that. These ghosts are uh, taking over. I'm out on this one. I'm sorry. I'm not not excited about it. It lives. <laughs> in, it has a cool name, though. It does. It does. Cool poster. Decent marketing looking. Yeah, I think thing. I'm going to be out on that. Okay, we'll hit this one, then we'll we'll jump into video game news and let you close it out. But I'm going to do this one for you because I know you're excited. VHS 85 trailer, latest entry in horror anthology franchise, reaches Shutter in two weeks. Why is the picture of a girl in a dress with a cross with a gun? And it looks like they may or may not be trying to rip off Samara Weaving. That's the cover? The, the cover I'm, I'm seeing is a skull. So Oh, no, it's a gal in a dress. Here, I can show it to you. Because we can Maybe share screens here at the HMC. We, we can. We can. Let's see. Boom. Did you get it? Let's see. There she is. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Like a ready or not ripoff? From due to... I don't know what that means, but... Yeah. It's probably one of the stories... So is this yeah, is what you saw. Yeah, that's what I'm used to seeing. Yeah. Of course huh. I'm excited for this. It's found footage and 80s. I'm in. I'm double in. I'm double this. in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I am double 
in. That's fair. However, okay. However, I am also uh as much as I'm excited, I have set the bar very low because the last two that have come out, which of course have been Shutter exclusives, yes, have not been great. So I'm not very hopeful, but I still had a really good time with them anyway, which is why I'm still excited. Because it's okay. found footage. So I'm automatically excited for any found footage. So where did the other ones get released at? Where were they? They weren't Shudder movies, were they? They weren't, because Shudder didn't even exist when, at least not to my knowledge, when that the original came out. It was just like an indie movie. It was one of huh. those lesser-known horror movies, and I think because the horror community has just grown and things like Reddit recommend these lesser known like one day i went onto reddit and i just they have a what is it subreddit of found footage oh my god (laughs) it's just amazing all these recommendations i'm like oh my god there's so much out there but i'm home on this subreddit i'm home but people always recommend vhs it's one of those that's been around forever now at this point i don't even know how many there are actually and I've been watching them ever since they started coming out. So are you nervous that it is going to shutter? Yeah, I am because the last two were on shutter. Okay. By shutter. And they weren't great. I also think that at this point it's, you know, it's not like the original where this was a new concept, the anthology and their stories are very out there. Mm. Like it can go from, supernatural to aliens to slasher i mean it's it's all over the place uh but sometimes it's a little bit over the top in a bad way which is what happened with the last two it's just they were either too low-key that you're like what the hell was the point of this or it was just so ridiculous that it was that it was ridiculous so gotcha it could be overdone already and i'm i can get behind that but who cares i'm still excited (laughs) because it's found footage I'm biased. Like, I will always admit that uh, I I can see how people are tired of found footage. It's the same shit over and over. But I love it. I I love the experience. That could be argued for anything, right? Possession movies, slasher movies. They're all very similar. So if that's your thing, that's your thing. It's my thing. I love it. So I am so excited. Well, I'm probably not going to watch. So you let me know how that one is. Will do. Thank you. I'll mention it on here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, do we have any video game news to cover? Uh, one of the big, semi-big things this week is that uh, Resident Evil 4 is going to get downloadable content that's coming out. So it's just an extra game that you're going to get out of it. I actually don't play these. A lot of video games have this where uh, it'll release the main game. And then a few months later, they release the DLC or downloadable content where you get like an extra side game from a side character. And I never, when you have to pay for it, which I'm like, of course, well, of course. And I, I don't know. I'm very strange with that kind of stuff. Once I beat a game, unless it's a game I really, really love or haven't played in a while, I don't replay them. Mm. And I don't desire to play as side characters that, especially this side character in this game, I don't like her. So I'm not interested, Yeah, but it is what it is. Uh, So that's coming out soon. Mortal Kombat came out last weekend or last week. Ashley actually bought it. Okay. So I have to ask her if she's like, if she liked it. And there was this whole drama. I think it was yesterday because I talked to Mark. Yeah, it was yesterday. 
So they released it for Xbox and PlayStation and PC. I've been ranting about how the graphics look amazing, right? Yes, yes. So they released it for the Switch, apparently. Okay. And the graphics are so bad. Oh, really? all over the internet. (laughs) So bad. I guess it, I don't know what the term is, but it didn't render correctly for the Switch. And, oh, my God, they were just going at it yesterday comparing the Switch to the PlayStation. And it literally looked like a maybe a PS2 game. Really? Switch. Yeah. Or, yeah, it looked really bad. It was hilarious. Like, they would just show all these fatalities on the Switch versus the, the PS5. And I'm, I'm like, looking wow. it up to see how bad it is. Yeah. It was all over the gram, the Instagrams. Is it Mortal so. Kombat 11? Which one is it? Or Mortal Kombat One, which one? One, yeah. Oh, and the Resident Evil uh, DLC uh, releases. Oh, today. Just kidding. My bad. (laughs) How did they not catch that the graphics were so bad? I. That's what I don't understand. You've been hyping this thing up for God knows how long. Because I mean, my feed is literally flooded. with mortal Kombat, and you didn't prepare for this i mean who who tested this thing when is this coming out now i'm not sure i'm kind of confused but it looks perfectly fine on the other the other consoles on xbox and and um ps5 it's hilarious they gave the rating for the switch one a three out of ten and I think the regular one, the PS5 or the Xbox, is either an 8 or a 9 out of 10 based on graphics. I wonder why it's so bad. I don't know. It must That game must be too powerful, I would say, for the Switch's like, graphics and uh, processing, <laughs> I assume. I don't oh, that's know. funny. I'm glad I didn't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder, can they not fix it? Like, I wonder if it's a fixable solution. I don't know, because it doesn't look fixable. Especially people already bought it. it. Can I'd be so pissed if I was a? I only owned a Switch. I bought this thinking, oh my god, look at all this. I've been watching all these trailers, and because the marketing on this game has been insane, insane, kind of like a scream. This this is like scream in games right yeah. it's just timeless and it seems to do well every time it comes out that's crazy. and this was just a big downer for switch people <laughs> that sucks and people paid like, 70 dollars for it could you imagine paying 70 dollars for a game and it looks like garbage no absolutely mm. not <laughs> these games bummer. are way too expensive to do that so hmm. no, absolutely not that well, I'm not sure bummer. on the date of this Resident Evil release because I can't find it right now. The point is, it's coming out or will come out if you're interested. Anybody out there who likes this game, but I will not be checking. And it you're out. not going to do it. You're not going to give them your side character money. Absolutely not. I don't. Blame I have you, too dude. many other games <laughs> pending and playing that I'm just, I'm just not doing it. Uh-huh. Uh, that's pretty much it that i have for this week not too exciting that's all right that's all right anything else you want to say before we wrap it up uh no 
I'm good. Uh, no, you're good. You're not going to be here next you're week. Good. You're on vacation. You said, I'm not doing it. No, thank you. Vacation. I don't blame you. Vacation. Many, many, uh, many vacations. So, in that case, thank you to all the patrons who give us their hard-earned money to listen to us. To wow, ha! Who listen to us <laughs> talk about video games, horror movie, uh, air conditioners, boiling systems, <laughs> The Shining. For those of you that love that yeah. movie, or those of you that don't like that movie, like me, it's okay. Thank you to okay. Aaron P, Colette S, Zach F, Rosalind. Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast, Kimberly D, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks in a Horror Flick, uh, Caitlin, Ashley V, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street and a podcast on Fury Road, my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nicks. Hi, Nana Stevie Nicks. Hi, Nana Stevie Nicks. <laughs> She's still an avid listener. Every episode, she doesn't miss it. She wouldn't do it, not for anything. Wednesday, we have what episodes coming out Wednesday? I think it's uh, the last Hitchcock movie, so it should be Rebecca, I think. Rebecca should come out on Wednesday. So, kids, go listen to that after you listen to this. That's right. That's right. In that case, have fun on vacation. Thank you. Mark will be here filling in. I'll be very hard, and I'm going to have to pull him through the episode. You're he's, doing in the news or a ranking episode? We're doing in the news. He's not you, Ooh. so you know what? He's just going to have to come prepared. Yep. Outline. <laughs> in that case, we're out of here. Bye. 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 No, Jigsaw would never do that. <laughs>